You're listening to In Search of Her. This is episode number 14, and this is the very first episode of the year 2020. Oh my god, I can't believe we're saying this, and we are here right now. Because in the last episode that I released, I was recording in my tiny little apartment in Taipei, Taiwan, and now I am back in America to see all my friends and family that I haven't seen in such a long time in my 16th month living abroad adventure that I had. And I am so happy and grateful to be back. It just feels so good to see friends and family that you haven't seen in so long. And some people I haven't seen in two years or more because I only see them on holidays and certain days. So this has really been an incredible and overly emotional and very just good time and I'm just so grateful that I had the chance to go overseas but I'm just so happy to be back to see all the people that I loved and missed so so much from being away from home. Now as the new year is coming up and the new decade and yes I am that person that does that new year's joke like see you next year. Yes I am that annoying person that does that but I mean who doesn't? I mean we all want to say it right? And I think when the new decade comes, there's a couple of things that happen to us when we talk about, you know, setting new goals, getting out of our comfort zone, the new year, new me, or I'm a different person now who I was before, or I'm going to not talk to anyone who doesn't text me, happy new year. And I get it, you know, I was that kind of person. But here are the couple of things that I wanted to discuss that I am going to start working on and be more or at least be more conscious of within the new year and new decade. Now, for those of you that are new to the show, welcome. My name is Emily Walsh, and I am your host here. I just got back from an amazing trip in Taipei, Taiwan. I left at age 25 with two suitcases to take on a job in Taipei, Taiwan as a teacher. And from being there, I traveled to eight countries, traveled solo, traveled on trains in all these places in Taiwan, and in other countries, solo, internationally. I've been to Bangkok, Seoul, Korea, Bali, Indonesia, Singapore, and all these other beautiful places. And I'm just so grateful to have that experience. And while I, well, this past year, in 2019, there was a lot of stuff that went on for me. It was nonstop for me, nonstop travel, nonstop change, even this podcast and a lot of projects that I worked on within the past year. But as I look back and I reflect on a lot of things, I think it's about time for me to slow down a bit. I have a history of go, go, go and doing a lot of stuff because I am a go-getter and I'm sure you can relate to that. You just want to do so much because you you are just so hungry to do the things and I see that you're a go-getter. But then, you know, maybe after a couple of months, you burn out. And for me, my season of burnout is around this time in December. I usually have my speed and momentum pick up around August and September when the school year starts because I'm a teacher. And then by December, I kind of burn myself out. 
I take on way too many projects, do way too many things. And then when December comes, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot do this. And then when January comes again, I'm like, I'm not going to do that again. But this time, I'm not going to do that anymore because I have been working with a mentor. I've been really focusing on listening to my body, listening to my intuition, and being okay with saying no and setting boundaries. So I wanted to talk about this very first thing that I think maybe you have said, and I know I have said before, is saying that I am going to cut the people out, and if those who stay, those can stay, and those that leave, please use the door, or in some other sense, of cutting off in some way. Now, I wanted to talk about this because I am guilty of this and I have done this before where, you know, maybe you stop texting someone back for whatever reason, I don't know, because maybe you thought about them and you think, well, they should text me. I shouldn't text them. You know, our ego kind of gets in. So I wanted to discuss this because I don't think we should be cutting off people, especially without any warning or any sort of explanation if these people are in your life and you do have some sort of relationship but maybe you just kind of fell off and you don't really talk to them as you used to. I don't think it's necessary to cut people off when sometimes people don't know what they did wrong and you know we're all in our own reality and in this one book called The Four Agreements, which I'm sure you've heard of, one of the agreements is don't take anything personally. And this speaks to me because I sometimes get caught up in, well, why isn't this person texting me back? Or this person didn't return my phone call. Uh, this person may not be my friend. And maybe you thought this too. And you thought, well, if they're not going to contact me to hang out with me, why do I always have to do this? And sometimes people don't know what they do wrong. And that's why I want to bring this up because sometimes I don't even know what I do wrong. And we all kind of get busy in a sense. And it's not that most people, from my understanding and from my experience, most people, when they don't uh, talk to me or whatever, it's, it has nothing to do with me. They're usually focused on their own thing. And that's why I want to bring that up is to maybe not cut people off like that. Maybe have that conversation. And maybe if someone is distancing themselves from you or has distanced themselves and you notice it, reach out to them. Say, hey, you know, I haven't heard from you in a while. I've been thinking about you. I want to see what's going on. That goes such a far, uh, that goes such a long way than just cutting someone off without any explanation. And they may not even know what they did wrong or know that what they're doing or not doing is bad. So I wanted to bring that point. Also, another thing is that maybe you have a lot of goals and that's great and you're multi-passionate and multi-dimensional, which I think is so great that we are. However, you don't always have to say yes to things. You don't always have to go to the party when you don't feel like it. And I know that I can be, you know, a grandma, even though I'm 27 years old. And sometimes I don't want to go to events or parties and stuff and I will say no and I have learned over the past couple months that it's okay that I say no. It's okay that I set boundaries. Setting boundaries, it's about protecting your energy, really. 
Because when it all comes down to it, we want to optimize our energy and protect our energy so we can be the best version of ourselves. Because if we're constantly saying yes to projects when we really want to say no, or we say yes to going out to dinner with a friend that you just, maybe you want to see, but you're just not in the mood or whatever, it's okay to say no. It's okay to not pick up the phone. It's okay to not text someone back right away. I want, not only I want you to listen to this on the very first day of the new year and new decade, but in the future, when this episode releases, I want you to play back to this part. Now, I know that sometimes when we set goals, and sometimes we set too many goals, and we have these high expectations, and then when we slip up or mess up, sometimes we beat ourselves up or we judge ourselves too soon when maybe we see other people doing it faster than us, better than us, And we start to fall off track and maybe we feel insecure about ourselves because, you you know, you have these goals, you know you can accomplish it, but maybe you took on way too much and you kind of fell off track. But that's okay. It's okay. But I want to remind you, and myself included, that if you fall off track, it is all right. Like this famous quote, I forget who it is, it's start where you are, do what you can, use what you have. All that matters is you keep coming back. This quote is just so important. It's just, if you fall off track, just get back to it. Let's say you're on your diet and you're doing really well and you accidentally fall off track. It's okay. Start over in that moment. Eat healthy in that moment when you are aware. If your consciousness and your awareness is there right then in that moment, Grab that banana, not that bag of chips. I don't know. I'm just making this up. But don't feel like you have to wait a couple days to start over or that it has to be perfect to redo everything. It's just tomorrow is a new day. And that's all we have to do is to keep showing up. And consistency, I think, is better than speed. As I mentioned earlier, I sometimes get in a habit of doing things very quickly because I naturally have a lot of energy and I ended up I end up burning out. I try to be more consciously aware of that that protecting my energy physically, mentally and emotionally to be consistent is more important than speed because we're running a marathon not a sprint. And with this new decade coming up, and I know that some of you are really excited for it, is that that famous quote saying, you know, we overestimate what we can do in a year, but underestimate what we can do with 10 or a decade. And this is really important if you have really big goals that you want to reach, but maybe take longer than a year. That is okay. Because I know my goals that I have that I'm going to be sharing with you very shortly that they're going to take longer than a year, and I'm perfectly okay with that. And my goal for this year is to really focus on being consistent over speed and to slow down more because that's more important, and that's going to get me to the momentum and to be consistent showing up for you as a listener but other things that I plan to do. So with that being said, I am so excited to announce this. Um, This is something that I've been wanting to do for the longest time. So those of you that know me, and if those of you don't know me, I 
was a dancer growing up and I danced for many, many years. I did so many different styles. When I was in high school, I taught dance to special needs children, which led me to becoming a special education teacher. And there's so many things that I've done with dance and moving my body. For those of you that are new to the show, when I was 16, my father passed away very unexpectedly. And then eight years later, my stepfather passed away. And from healing and all that, because I am not healed, how I cope with the loss of two parents at a very young age is that I found that the biggest thing that helped me was not only meditation and mindfulness, but moving my body. And some of that included dance and, you know, lifting weights and stuff. But the biggest thing that really helped me heal was through dance, which was my very first love, which was when I was a very little girl. From that, I now want to bring back dance back to Cleveland, Ohio. So I will be hosting my absolute very first event in Cleveland, Ohio to help women heal through grief and loss through movement. And I got this idea kind of by accident. When I was in Taiwan, I randomly made a spontaneous trip to Seoul, Korea. I was not planning to go there by any means. But there was something that was telling me to go there, and I did, on a whim. And <laughs> I got a notification that the flight prices dropped, so I jumped on that really quickly for a couple of days. And I was looking at things to do, and there was a K-pop dance class experience. And I thought, oh my gosh, I haven't danced in a while. Even though I was a dancer, I just stopped doing it, uh, mainly because I injured myself a couple years ago. Um, and in high school, too, that I just kind of gave up that dream. But I love to dance. It's my passion. I can't really dance like I used to, but it's something that I love. And every time my friends and I get together and we go to the club, I don't want to leave. I am that person's like, no, we're staying until the lights turn on because I just love to dance. And I think a lot of people see that, too, especially my good friends that go out with me. I'm so excited that I want to now bring K-pop dancing back to Cleveland because it is so unique. You can't even Google this. And I just thought, what better way to not only share my gifts with people and to help people and to serve the community, but to bring something so unique and so special back to Cleveland that nobody can experience but me, because I had that experience, and now I feel it's my responsibility and duty to do that. But not only that, I had this dream at 16 years old that I always wanted to own my own business and own my own dance studio and have my own space where I can create and choreograph and connect with people through movement that 10 years, well, 11 years later, that I'm finally here and... I realized a couple months ago that I've been holding off on a lot of my dreams because of beliefs that people told me, insecurities that I have, that I just don't want to wait any longer. And to be honest, even though I'm 27, I feel great. And years ago, when I was 16, I was told that I won't be able to dance as well as I am now 10 years later. But that was a lie because I'm 27 now and I feel just fine. I can move just fine. 
Do I have to be a professional dancer to teach dance? No. And that's the beauty of it. And I want to share this because maybe there's something that you've been wanting to do or something that's on your heart, but it just, maybe you're afraid to start or judgment, but I want you to know that it's okay to start now because me being 11 years later, I don't think it's too late to start anything, to be honest. And now that I'm here back in America, I just feel more grounded than I have before. I feel this sense of responsibility. The universe has given me so many signs to put on this dance, not only um, from my past experience, but I noticed that there are other people that I've contacted with recently that really need this, that are really struggling with coping with the loss of a loved one because I know... I know what it's like and I still to this day am coping and healing in some way and I know that dance and just moving my body has just helped me in so many ways possible but not only it's good for for you to move your body but you get to be around other people that are experiencing something similar and that you don't have to feel alone or that you're on this journey by yourself and that no one understands you. So that's why I decided to create this event to be the message and brand that I want to have now. My message and brand that I never knew possible was I want to help women who lost someone or something that they love so much that's no longer here and to heal through movement because that is what has helped me and I'm ready to step into this new journey, entrepreneurial journey that I'm on and I I want to invite you on this. So if you are in the Cleveland area, I want to invite you to my event I do not have a venue just yet. I'm actually looking for an event this Friday coming up. So by the time this episode releases in a couple of days after, I will be checking out this event in particular so that you can become in a space where you can not only feel this energy and gift that I have to share with everyone, but you can meet other people too. So I'm just so excited to have this. And as a recap of this episode... For the new 2020 and the new year is that it's okay to say no and to not cut people off to set boundaries with yourself instead. And if you fall off track, just remember to keep coming back and to focus on a very few things. You don't need to spread yourself too thin, right? It's better to be good at really good at one thing than to be okay at many. Consistency is better than speed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm so happy that I announced this in my new journey as a content creator turning into an entrepreneur to help women through events and community to bring people together. And I'm just so happy to share this with you. I want you to know that no matter where you are in your life, this is going to be a really great and magical year. And if 2019 wasn't so hot and you just made it through then that's okay too and that is just such a big, that is a big thing too because I know that there were some years in my life that they weren't great and I lit- and I just made it through and that is awesome. 
So if you're listening to this, you're like, I didn't really do much or I don't really have goals. I just need to make it through the year because there's been such hard things that have gone in the past recent months or recent year. I want you to know that it's okay. And if that's your goal is to make it through day by day, I want to congratulate you on that because I have been there too and I do have my days as well. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I would love to hear from you and connect with you. If you are hanging out on Instagram, I want you to screenshot it, share it in your stories, and tag me at emily.a.walsh. And if you are hanging out on Facebook, you can join my Facebook group at www.facebook.com groups slash in search of her. If you would like to connect with me on a more personal level, feel free to send me a DM on either Facebook or Instagram, or you can email me at contact at emilyawalsh.com. I would love to hear from you and to continue the conversation, and I will see you in the next one.